Hey everyone, and welcome to the Curious Dragon podcast. Before we jump into this new episode, I'd just like to say where I've been for the past three months. Well, it's been a pretty devastating time. We had the bereavement and my sister passed over. So as you can well understand, it's been um, a time upset and loss and grief dealing with all these and during this time everything else doesn't matter at all so but now I come back to carrying on with the podcast and this episode is part two in the witchcraft series part one is already out back out on May the 21st. So here we go. Witchcraft Part 2. White Witches. Throughout the early modern period in England, the English term witch was usually negative in meaning unless it was modified in some way to distinguish it from cunning folk. Alan McFarlane writes, There were a number of interchangeable terms for these practitioners, white, good, or unbinding witches, blessers, wizards, sorcerers. However, cunning man and wise man were the most frequent. In 1584, Englishman and also Member of Parliament, Reginald Scott wrote At this day it is indifferent to say in the English tongue she is a witch or she is a wise woman. Folk magicians throughout Europe were often viewed somewhat ambiviently by communities and were considered as capable of harming as well of healing which could lead to their being accused as witches in the negative sense. Many English witches that were convicted of consorting with demons may well have been cunning folk whose fairy familiars had now been demonised. Over in France, many diviner healers were also accused of witchcraft and over one half of the accused witches in Hungary seem to have been healers. Accusations of witchcraft Eva Pox states that reasons for the accusations of witchcraft fall on into four general categories. They are 1. A person was caught in the act of positive or negative sorcery. 2. A well-meaning sorcerer or healer lost their clients or the authorities' trust. 3. A person did nothing more than gain the enmity of their neighbours. 4. A person was reported to be a witch and surrounded with an aura of witch beliefs or occultism. She 
also identifies three varieties of which in popular belief. They are 1. The neighbourhood witch or social witch. This is a witch who curses a neighbour following some conflict. 2. The magical or sorcerer witch. Either a professional healer, a sorcerer, seer or a midwife or a person who has through magic increased her fortune is to the perceived detriment of a neighbourhood neighbouring household so and due to neighbourly or community rivalries the ambiguity between positive and negative magic such individuals can become labelled as witches. 3. The supernatural or night witch. This portrayed in court narratives as a demon appearing in visions and also in dreams. Neighbourhood witches are the product of neighbourhood tensions and are found only in self-sufficient surf village communities where the inhabitants largely rely on each other. Such accusations follow the breaking of some social norm, such as the failure to return a borrowed item and any person part of the normal social exchange could also now potentially fall under suspicion. So the claims of sorcerer witches and supernatural witches could well arise out of social tensions, but not exclusively. The supernatural witch in particular often had nothing to do with communal conflict, but expressed tensions between both the human and the supernatural worlds and in eastern and southeastern Europe such supernatural witches became an ideology explaining calamities that befell entire communities. Violence related to accusations. Belief in witchcraft continues to be present today and in some societies accusations of witchcraft are the trigger for some serious forms of violence including murder. Such incidents are sometimes common in countries such as Burkina Faso, Ghana, India, Kenya, Malawi, Nepal and Tanzania. Accusations of witchcraft are sometimes linked to personal disputes, jealousy and also conflicts between neighbours or family members. This can be over such things as land or inheritance. Witchcraft related violence is often discussed as a serious issue in the broader context of violence against women. In Tanzania, around 500 older women following accusations of witchcraft or being a witch, well, a lot were murdered. So, apart from 
extrajudicial violence, state-sanctioned violence, also occurs in some countries, for instance in Saudi Arabia, practice witchcraft and also sorcery is a crime punishable by death, with the country executing people over the past decade. Children who live in some regions of the world, such as some parts of Africa, are also vulnerable to the violence that is related to witchcraft accusations. Wicca During the 20th century, interest in witchcraft in English-speaking and also European countries now began to increase, inspired particularly by Margaret Murray's theory of a pan-European witch cult, originally published in 1921. Interest was now in intensified by Gerald Gardner's claim in 1954 in Witchcraft Today that a form of witchcraft still existed in England. So the first neo-pagan groups to now publish appear during the 1950s and 1960s were Gerald Gardner's Brickett Wood Coven and also Roy Bower's Clan of Tubal Cain. They offered as initiatory secret societies other individual practitioners and writers such as Paul Hewson also claimed inheritance to surviving traditions of witchcraft. The Wicca that Gardiner initially taught was a witchcraft religion and this having a lot in common with Margaret Murray's hypothetically posited cult of the 1920s. Indeed, Murray wrote an introduction to Gardner's witchcraft today, so, in effect, putting her stamp of approval on it. Wicca is now practised as a religion of an initiatory secret society nature with positive ethical principles organised into autonomous covens and led by a high priesthood. There is also a large eclectic Wiccan movement of individuals and groups who share key Wiccan beliefs but have no initiatory connection or affiliation with traditional Wicca. Wiccan writings and its rituals show borrowings from a number of sources including 19th and 20th century ceremonial magic, the medieval grimoire known as the Key of Solomon, Alistair Crowley's Ordo Templi Orientis and the pre-Christian religions. Current member numbers of Wiccans, pagans and witches in the United States are said to be over 1.5 million people. Here in the United Kingdom, the figure is over 85,000 people. Could be more when the figures are finally released from the UK 2021 census. Witchcraft, Feminism and Media Wiccan and neo-Wiccan literature has been described as aiding the empowerment of young women 
this through its lively portrayal of female protagonists. Part of the recent growth in the neo-pagan religion has been attributed to the strong media presence of fictional works such as Charmed, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and even Twilight with their descriptions of pop culture, positive witchcraft which differs from historical, traditional and indigenous definitions. Based on a mass media case study done called Mass Media and Religious Identity, a case study of young witches, showed the result of the case study stated that the reasons many young people are now choosing to self-identify as witches and belong to groups they define as practicing witchcraft is diverse. However, the use of pop culture witchcraft in the various media platforms can be the spark of interest for young people to see themselves as witches. There is widespread accessibility to related material now through internet media such as chat rooms and forums is also thought to be driving this development which is dependent on one's accessibility to those media resources and material to influence their thoughts and views on religion. There are multiple ways to interact with witches around the world. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok are names we all ready know and will likely have especially on our mobile phones and also there is youtube with all sorts of stuff on witchcraft not forgetting podcasts made by witches like this one you're listening to now wiccan beliefs or pop culture variations there of are often considered by adherents to be compatible with liberal ideas such as the Green Movement and particularly with some varieties of feminism by providing young women with what they see as a means for self-empowerment, control of their own lives and also potentially a way of influence the world around them. This is the case particularly in North America due to the strong presence of feminist ideals in some branches of the neo-pagan communities. The 2002 study, Enchanted Feminism, The Reclaiming Witches of San Francisco, suggests that some branches of Wicca include influential members of the second wave of feminism, which has also been redefined as a religious movement. Traditional witchcraft Traditional witchcraft is a term used to refer to a variety of contemporary forms of witchcraft. Pagan study scholar Ethan Doyle described it as a broad movement of aligned magical religious groups who reject any relation to Gardnerianism and the wider Wiccan movement, claiming older, more traditional roots, although 
typically united by shared aesthetic rooted in European folklore, the traditional craft containing within its ranks a rich and varied array of occult groups from those who follow a contemporary pagan path that is suspiciously similar to Wicca to those who adhere to Luciferism. According to British traditional witch Michael Howard, the term refers to any non-Gardinarian, non-Alexandrian, non-Wiccan or pre-modern form of the craft, especially if it has been inspired by historical forms of witchcraft and folk magic. Another definition was offered by Daniel A. Schulke, the current magister of the cultus Sabati. He proclaimed that traditional witchcraft refers to a catophory of initiatory lineages of ritual magic, spellcrafters and devotional mysticism. Some forms of traditional witchcraft include the fairy tradition, Cochrane's craft and the sabbatic craft. And here ends part two of witchcraft. Part three will be out soon.